yeah, it's always nice to have something to rest in, whether it's the divine timing of your life or God or the universe or whatever it is. It's like, what can you always have as your foundation? Mm -hmm. Whatever it's your spiritual practice. That's why I think having a spiritual practice or having something that, you know, really can center you and ground you. And for me, it's like having something that isn't just me before I would maybe feel like, okay, I have to make this happen. I have to make my destiny mm. come true. I have to make mm. my, you know, it's like I'm irresponsible and this is on me. Mm. And there's fear behind that and yeah. there's control behind that. And now it's like, whoa, it's not just me. Like it's in the actual more I can be in receivership of that rather than directorship is like the best thing because in my life I create so much energy that sometimes I think it actually prevents things from coming in. Wow. Because I'm just like creating like <laughs> as a generator, <laughs> I'm creating so much that there isn't this space for things, yeah. you know, for me to receive and and rest in in that with full trust and surrender. It's almost like we block it because yes. we're like scared of what could happen or not happen. And we just don't want to live in the unknown. But the truth is the unknown is real, whether we're doing a thousand things or not. <laughs> like it's all unknown. Yes. It's funny so that we true. think it's not, you know, like yeah. we're like, why? I, there's a part of me subconsciously that thinks that I'm like, no, I'm in control of my future. I know. Yeah, I know. Of course. You know? Yeah. It's that's how we talk. Yes. It is. it is. It's interesting to hear you both talking about this because it's a reminder to me that we're not in control mm -hmm. and panic and anxiety is that feeling of feeling out of control. But in the moments when I really remember everything that you both are talking about, we're co-creating with the universe yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's the way that I lived my life for a really long time before I started feeling this way. And to be honest, I've had anxiety my whole life, but I also have been very fearless my whole life. So to tap back into that fearless side, I always trusted. Uh, People would say, yeah. you know, how do you know it's going to work out? Like... I started blogging before blogging was an industry. I left grad school to pursue blogging full-time before I had made hardly any money. And I was just fearless and doing that. And it's because I trusted the universe, mm -hmm. just inherently. And mm -hmm. you don't have to be a super spiritual person to, to feel that and to yeah. believe that. It's just an inner knowing. So that's what I'm trying to get back to now. Mm. And yeah, this is such a healthy conversation to have because... I'm like, yes, my best friends are right. And they're brilliant. <laughs> like, we're co-creating with the universe. Yes. Jenna knows so much about Kabbalah and mm -hmm. these teachings. Like, I have access to this stuff, too. Of course, mm -hmm. we all do. Mm -hmm. We can all read the text. We can all mm -hmm. listen to the teachings. But when you're feeling, and I guess for everybody listening, yeah. out of control mm -hmm. of your mental health or your physical health, and I've had both, mm -hmm. neither are fun. I'm not sure which is worse. I think men <laughs> yes. mental health is worse. Yes. Um, maybe I feel that because that's just what I'm going through right now. I'm sorry. Physical health is so hard, too. We all have access yeah. and then we forget. So, yeah, we got to remember the fact that you forget when you're in it is just, you know what I mean? We I think when that thing just like takes over your life, you can have all the people saying this and this and then it's you just have to sit with it. You know what Ride I mean? And that's wave. what you're bringing, you know, life is a huge ocean mm. like i was telling you the other day jenna i think it's 
the snapshot of the ocean. Mm. And if you take a snapshot of the ocean at any given time, it's always changing. Yeah. But we look at it, we take that snapshot, and then we want to have control. So we're like, that's what I want. Mm -hmm. But then you look back and it's a completely different ocean. Yeah. If this makes sense. Yeah. And so yeah. I like get so attached to the one thing, the one wave. But to really ride the flow of life is what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I've been thinking lately how good I feel. And I was like thinking the other day, I was like, oh my God, I remember this time last year I was feeling like, makes me emotional to think about it, like at my very low, one of my very lowest. And I was like, wow, that was then and this is now and there's going to be, and I was thinking about my life and I was like, my life's going to get better and better. <laughs> And then I was like, no, it's probably not. <laughs> like it might get better and then it might get worse and then it might get better and it might get worse. And that's just part of our human experience is, is being part of that. And when you grip onto the wanting, you know, things to not change or wanting things to be the same. But it's interesting. I have this like journal that I got from somewhere and I've been writing it every day. And it's like, what's one thing that you wish would happen today? It's been funny because I've been writing in it for two weeks and the things that I'm writing that I wish would happen are not happening. <laughs> And other good things have been happening. Mm. And I'm like, wow, this is so hilarious. Because I'm even in the smallest way gripping energetically to having these same things happen. Because a lot of them I'm, I'm repeating. Like, I want this to happen. I want this to happen. And it's just been so interesting to watch where I'm like, wow, I am really just constricting the universe from giving me what I want by being so attached to it looking a certain way mm. and being a certain way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never know what I want. I second guess it all the time because I'm like, how do I know? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I just think I want something now, but how do I know I definitely want it? How am I choosing this? What selection am I even giving myself? What if there's a whole pick and mix and I just don't even know? But I do think that the wanting energy is kind of nice in the sense that I think when you're wanting in a space of non-attachment, I think that's when the universe can like play with you more. So you're like, I want like bigger, more, help me give me, receive me, show me what you got. Like, I'm just wondering out loud. I wonder if it's you getting loads of other good things is tied mm -hmm. to the fact that you're just even opening up to yeah. the energy of wanting, you mm -hmm. know? Because I think also we have such a negative connotation sometimes with wanting where it's like, well, you shouldn't want, especially in the spiritual circles, like you shouldn't really want things or like you should want and figure out what you want and whatever. And I wonder if it's just this like, we are a spark of the light. We're always going to want to expand. That's in the fabric of our being. And so opening back up to that, part of our divinity is when we become more like the light and then the light comes mm -hmm. in and helps us mm -hmm. yeah when we grip so hard on the things that we want and I did this for so long because I wrote my first book like eight or nine years ago breaking vegan in breaking vegan classic and I think we talked about it like six years ago on this mm -hmm. podcast and for eight years what I've wanted was to write another book but then I kept blocking myself from other things because I was focusing on that. And I don't think the book was ready to come through. And there was so many other good things happening in my life, but I couldn't really enjoy them to the fullest because what I wanted the most, quote unquote, wasn't happening or I wasn't putting enough focus. I wasn't making it happen. Mm -hmm. I think it's just another way that we can beat ourselves up. Yeah. So I'm learning a lot from this conversation already. Like letting go of that tight grip, which mm. is the attachments. Yeah. And that's the yogic way of life is to mm -hmm. live unattached. I forget where, maybe you guys have seen it as well, when it's like, well, the flower isn't always growing. There's a time when it goes back into the earth and stuff. 
So I feel like with wants, it's like we think we have to always be in a space of wanting, otherwise we're not going to get anything. But then I also think like underneath, there's a few soul wants that are just going to always be your wants for your life, right? So yours is always going to be being a writer and using words and creating. And that doesn't have to change. You have to start wanting a house and a dog and a this and a that. You know what I mean? Like there's such a difference between yeah. like being true to the soul wants versus like every day I have to think about what I want. Totally. So stressful. Totally. So maybe that's where the space of non-attachment is. Is like I know there's these three or four things that will form the arc of my life. But how it plays out and the detail and like whether it's 25 fiction books first and then a non-fiction book for you or what order it comes in or, you know, yeah. that's the stuff that... And to also know that being a writer is what I do every day. Mm-hmm. I blog, I write to my community every day, but I wasn't allowing myself. I'm like, no, I'm not a writer because I haven't written a book in all these years. Mm-hmm. You can be a writer and it is my deepest soul want. Mm-hmm. And you're totally right. And I think everybody listening should think about what their deepest soul want is. Mm. And then are you giving attention to that or not? Because if you're not, maybe that's what's causing anxiety. Yeah. Maybe I'm talking to myself, you know? Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.